Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is your Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm Fergus and I'm your host. I'm going to be joined shortly by the boys where we're going to look at the final Premier League game of the season against Burnley. The Aubameyang Golden Boot will continue on the road down to Bacow. The Gunnar debate and much, much more. Remember, this is an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. If you like what we do on here, you can also check out some of the other stuff we've got on our website at gunsandyellowribbons.com. And as this is our final uh, league game podcast, I'd like to dedicate this one to uh, a new Goonerette that we've got um, who went to the Brighton game with her dad, James, who will be joining us uh, next season. Uh, this one is for Poppy Killigrew. Up the Arsenal, Poppy. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 81. Uh, the season is now over um, and the boys have joined me. Um, I'm joined by Johnny from the food bank and he literally is at the food bank. Pizza Hut have just delivered his pizza so he won't be saying hello right now because he's starving. Um, uh, Scunny Mike, uh, Northerner, and I've picked up a Northern accent because I've been up north for um, nearly 24 hours. So uh, Tut Northerners and all of that. And um, the hard-working man in the sun, old man Trev. How are we all doing? Calispera, Fergus. I'm very well, thank you, my friend. Very well, indeed. Check him out learning the lingo. He's he's getting very posh. He's almost making an effort. (laughs) I can say the same about... I can't say the same about Fergus and his northern accent, though. Uh, no, listen, my accent uh, is going to get very Irish over this period. I have a tendency when I'm tired and I've driven about 300 miles in the last 24 hours. I've had a long meeting and a long apres meeting um, session in the pub with my colleagues, including Alex, our producer, who does um, the music and the adverts and everything else. So uh, Moretti was uh, was partaking in and it was a late night and then the fucking hotel that we stayed in had a delivery at six o'clock this morning uh, and got woken up by then so i have a tendency to drop uh, drop my th's and go back to this that these and those and potatoes <laughs> so if you get a little bit of irish uh, you know why that is jesus um, christ you sound like a leprechaun <laughs> fuck off <laughs> <laughs> you do you sound like that leprechaun off the simpsons <laughs> Uh, you know, hardy, I, do, hardy, hardy. I, I do a lot of extra uh, voiceover work, you know. Yeah, and that's probably the best one yet, so it's a good job you're Irish, isn't it? <laughs> Talking over people doesn't count as voiceover. What's that? Talking over people doesn't count as voiceover. No, it doesn't. Then why did you pipe up? I wait until you're finished, unlike you. Okay. Too right, busy yeah. stuff in his face to shout up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He had to clear his, clear his throat. So, look, we're going to look at the final game of the Premier League. Um, we're going to look ahead to our game in Baku. Bakau? Baku? Bakau? What is it? Manny, Manny texted me, by the way. Baku. Baku. He texted me and he was complaining about my pronunciation. Why? I, I always fuck up my pronunciations. But uh, text me saying, it's Baku, Fergus, not Bakau. <laughs> Manny, come back, mate. I miss you. Come back, Manny. Where's he but gone? I'll- he, he, he's gone on an early summer break. He's done a Ramsey. What, he's got injured and left? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's not left. He, he he might come back for the final game. You never know. Could that happen? Could that happen? We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Burnley game. Arsenal secured fifth place, uh, meaning they go straight into the Europa League next season. And we can still qualify for the Champions League if we beat Chelsea uh, in the Europa League in on May 29th in Baku, which Trevor will be at, and a few other guys as well. I think my season ticket might even be at it, which would be fantastic if a friend of mine can uh, uh, use it, because, um, uh, yeah, all the tickets are on sale now. Aubameyang finished uh, with 22 league goals this season, which saw him tie with the Premier League golden boot with Liverpool's Mane and Saleh. Um, Salah. 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 Um, 
Salad. The li- <laughs> salad. Uh, the lineups. We had a very, very changed lineup for that game. Um, Abamyang did start, obviously, because he was going for that golden boot. Uh, but we had Mavropana start. We had uh, Willock, um, Inketie. What did we make of the lineups? Trev, come on, you're you're nearly nearly past your bedtime, so you might. We need to keep you alive. <laughs> well, it was about what I expected, actually, Fergus. It's you know. Uh... Second-rate side, if I dare use those words, but it was a it was a bit of a reserve-looking side. But uh, yeah, I wasn't unhappy with it, and uh, turned out to be the right choice, didn't it? Played well, played well, deserved the win, I thought. Yeah, I think I think so. I think so, Mike. What did you make of it? Well, I went I went and uh, when we was at uh, the cricket club that uh, Trev mentioned, it was a good spot actually. There was loads of singing going on at that cricket club. It was brilliant. <laughs> Especially when there was a match on as well, which was good. Um, everyone cheering for these uh, boys in white. <laughs> they weren't getting much. They was getting a lot of stick. Well, but come yeah, on, the you like, boys I, in white. Yeah, <laughs> while they was getting that sort of stick, I w- I could sing it, but I'm crap at singing. So, but uh, yeah, when when the lineup come across, there was I'll have to admit there was quite a lot of moans and groans going round through the Arsenal fans. Well, Lichtsteiner uh, started, didn't he? Yeah, Lichtsteiner, Mustafi, El Nene. So there's, I think everyone, from what I gathered, a lot of people were really pleased that Willick finally got a start, but it's just the same. It was the last one at season. And and Johnny, what did you make of uh, Willick's performance? I thought he played quite well, to be honest with you. Do you think it was a performance strong enough to try and say he could get more of an appearance next season? And who would he replace? It's not so much who will replace, it's more who will be back up to, because he's not going to go straight into the starting lineup. No. I think it'll take a Bellerin slash Maitland-Niles type situation for him to get a run in the team. So I think he'll be a backup to whoever comes in to replace Ramsey, because obviously that's going to be an area that we're going to need to strengthen. Is that not going to be Smith row? Mm, I doubt it. I think he'll go out on loan again because his his loan wasn't exactly fruitful because he was injured almost immediately after he got there. So mm-hmm. I, I reckon he'll go out to um, to Germany again because he you know they've asked for him to go out again. They've already approached us. Um, it's widely known that he's we've been approached to let him go for another season. Okay, I I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, I, I think he'll go, before. Johnny, but I hope he doesn't, if I'm honest. I, I'd like to see him back in, in the old red and white colours next year, getting the odd game and uh, developing at our place. But uh, I think you're right, John. I think he'll go again. I think in the short term, it would be nice to see him in, a, in an Arsenal shirt. And he'll, he'll more than likely be taken away to the USA with this, no doubt at all. And unless he is even better than he was... Last summer, I mean, he played bloody well in the in the preseason. If you remember rightly, he yes. scored a screamer. Um, I don't see how he's going to get into the first team. I think he, he's in the long term, he's better off having another season away in in Germany. But if we fail to win on uh, the twenty ninth, uh, we'll end up back in the Europa League again. So budgets will be cut. Um, our cloth will be cut according to our budget, and our budget is rumoured to be about 40, 45 million. Yes, there's going to be uh, savings in wages with um, Czech and uh, uh, Ramsey and Welbeck and, and, and others uh, finishing their contracts. Would it be wise to use the likes of Eddie and um, uh, Death Row and Willock? Because um Emery said he will I think in a, a quote over the weekend wasn't it that he's going to look at um more using the youth players and bringing them through I think we need to uh, I think what Johnny was saying about Willock yes I reckon he'll play probably second fiddle to someone but it would be nice for him to fight for that place against another person uh, with who that person will be we don't know because that's where he plays in that centre attacking mid position really, and the only we've got two players that play there now, but one one of them probably looks like they're on the way out with Mkhitaryan or Özil, so it, it will be. Hopefully, I think he, he should be able to fight for that. Can you not see both of them going? Uh, 
I'd like to say yes, but I can't see both, uh, depending on what type of budget. Yes, I understand that uh, when you pay for someone, for instance, it's spread out over the co- years of the contract that you're signing yeah, yeah, them for, yeah, yeah. whatever nots, but it's still, at the end of the day, everything costs money. So it's whether I, or not yeah. they're willing to fork up for that X amount of millions, what it's going to be over that period of time. I agree. I think it's going to be one or other of them. Um, if we get in the Champions League, I think Ozil will stay. Yeah, I, I think that's, to be honest, I think that's probably why he's given us some performances, especially on European nights when he's seen us get into the latter stages of this tor- uh, tournament, really? that he's he's actually turned up. Really? Um, after this season, be- after this season, has Ozil got one year or two years left so on two, his contract? Two. He's got two, two is he? Yeah, like Trev, you you sent us a message, and I know we're getting off the Burnley game. We'll switch back onto the Burnley game afterwards. But you talked about Sanchez, um, and you said as one of the topics we talk about, um, Sanchez is a flop at Man United, and we touched on it in the last podcast. Uh, I think it was the last one, the one before um, that. Man United are looking to actually pay somebody to take him off our uh, take off, take him off um, Man United's books. Uh, they'll pay half his wages. They'll pay them, I think it's twelve million, uh, just to take him because he's taken up a space. He's obviously causing other issues behind behind the scenes. Do you think that would be an option that we could we could his do? His wages it? is going to be a massive issue. He's, he's on more than what Özil is. He's on five hundred and he's seventy two grand a day. Yeah. What you're talking about having him back, are you? No, 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 no. I was going to say, geez, no, 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 hell no. No, no, what I'm using saying, the ask, same tactics, I think. To yeah, get rid of I, I'm, I'm asking oh, you, Trev. Would, yeah. would you would you think that would be a wise thing for us to, to consider? Right. Look, firstly, with Sanchez boys, um, I've got a lot of friends that are Man U fans and a lot of family that are Man U fans, and they all thought it was sour grapes when I was saying to them all, "You're welcome to Sanchez. You're welcome to Sanchez," but he he did nothing for us that last season. Absolutely nothing. He just sulked his way through a season at Arsenal. And I knew he'd be the same at Man United. So good riddance to him. I don't care what happens to him. Ozil, you, I'll put my neck on the line with Ozil. I think we should get rid. If, if we pay a bit of wages, let, let's, let's save some money and let's, let's, let's get something, it's someone else in. Just to, I'm not going to slag Ozil off. I'm not going to say he's been awful, but I think, how can I put it, a breath of fresh air within that number 10 area maybe. Would, would well, help I, us I, no end. I think the issue is that he's not actually suited to the way we're trying to play football and we're trying to shoehorn him into a formation and a squad that doesn't bring out the best in him. I don't. I also, I also think that this league doesn't bring out the best in him and when he does perform at his best is generally in a European game when he's more, adapt, he's more suited and adaptable to a European type, um, uh, yeah. type game. I agree. I think the... the Emery style of play doesn't suit Ozil because if you watch his style of, if you if you watch the style of play that we play, everyone has a job to do and I just he's not doing that job. The perfect player to replace him is Decore. Okay, and for what reason? I I do like Isn't the player. he a defensive mid. He he does go back and forth. He is your classic box to box midfielder. He can put a tackle in, but he has got a good eye. But because we, in our midfield three, we 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 do a bit of shuffling around. So I think the best best kind we won't have such a forward position player. We're going to rely more on our, our wing backs. That's the majority of how we played. So I think we're better off having a more tighter group in the middle to try and dominate a midfield and then rely on our wing backs more. I think a player like Decore would be ideal but that exposes by using the wing back, wing backs that exposes our center backs who are well Mustafi we've talked about Q Mike I'm not saying anything I'm going to be happy okay <laughs> um I'll do it fucking the- Mustafi oh. fucking Mustafi <laughs> <laughs> oh but, god it's but, a good job you're in Greece <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, it, yeah, it was a good job. I was in Greece the other week as well, wasn't it? When he wanted to kill me. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to kill you, Fergus. I didn't you at all. Just, just, a, just, just moderately slap backhand. around for a bit. I was grumpy yeah. old Trev, that's all. Grumpy old yeah. Trev. <laughs> Um, but that exposes our, our centre-backs um, and then we need a decent centre midfielder, a defensive midfielder who can drop back and make that back three a back four. You know, like what, uh, is it, who's it at Man, United, uh, Man City, uh, beginning of my, my brain? Fernandinho. Yeah, there we go. And Liverpool are doing the same. And Fabinho. The, yeah. the full, the full centre-half position I've been talking about. Yes, yes. So who... Do we then get rid of Shaka as well? <clears throat> this has almost gone into a conversation that we'll probably have in a week's time uh, uh, looking at the end of season. But go on, answer the question anyway, Johnny, because you were about to. I can agree that is where certain tactics are going, but I don't see that's how Emery's going to play. It doesn't really gel with how he likes to, how he's set up his teams in the past. I think what's more likely is someone like Gwen Doozy and Torreya playing at a base of, of three and um, getting rid of Xhaka because Torreya and Gwen Doozy have the pace and the engine to drop in to cover the fullbacks when they bomb forward. And whoever the third person is in three can link up with the forward play. And that was brought to you sponsored by Pizza Hut and the new Calzoni style pizza with bacon on top wasn't it Johnny yeah, all I could hear was lip smacking <laughs> bacon and cheese I'm going to pay for it later hey listen Pizza Hut I want some fucking money for this <laughs> listen I'm muting myself as I'm eating so I'm trying to be we can still hear your lip smacking every time yeah. you're talking <laughs> it's very salty it's very salty <laughs> moving on moving on step away from the edge Fergus step away from the edge so step away did... from the pizza <laughs> so what did we make of the game overall uh, you know, Abamyang looked bang up for that golden boot. Um, you know, I think overall we were okay. Me gifted Abamyang his first goal. He miscontrolled a pass from Jack Cork, allowing um, Abamyang to uh, slot one past Heaton on the 52nd minute, I think it was. Um, and then he lashed home a volley uh, from close range 11 minutes later. So, you know, we left it later into the game. Um, Aubameyang should have had a hat-trick. And it brings me back to the conversation, I think I might have had it on our chat group, about, you know, he's got 22 goals in the league, I think 31 over the season, I think it is. in all com- Yeah, 31 in all competitions. Um, he, the amount of sitters that the fellow misses, he's a really nice fellow he comes across as, but the amount of sitters he misses is unbelievable. And I go back to that penalty, which we'll discuss afterwards. But No, we uh, won't. I'm not doing what-ifs. No, listen, okay, you're not doing what-ifs. I, I and, and I have had this conversation with other people saying, what ifs? Well, what if we've got a result at Chelsea when we should have had a result at Chelsea? Um, there's plenty uh, of, There's plenty of opportunities and games and everything else for what-ifs and... We, you know, I mean, we've gone through this before. For instance, with the Crystal Palace game, with the Southampton game. There's so many what ifs, but it's football. Shit happens I, I, sometimes. I, I, I agreed. My only caveat on that is, when it's a penalty, you get a free shot at goal with only one person in the way, and nine times, and nine and a half times out of ten, it hits the back of the it, net. It's always fifty-fifty, Fergus. It's either gonna go it, in or it's not. It's no, it's not fifty-fifty. It's ninety percent chance. It's a, it's a free kick at goal. It helps if everybody's behind the line that they should be. Well, there is that. Sense. There is that. But they're the, they're the ifs, the buts, and everything else. They're the other. I'm just talking about the opportunity he was given. Is he could have scored a goal if he scored that goal, and it and changes the trajectory of the rest of our season. Yes, we would end up third. Um, Chelsea would have been out. Uh, Chelsea would have been fourth. Tottenham would have been outside the. Um, Top uh, top four, um, Saint Totteringham's Day would have been back. We would and have sung. It happened again. It happened. Well, we did sing it. I think half the time, um, but a few did anyway. A few did, and also um, he would have had the golden boot all to himself. Possibly, but again, it's again, it's what ifs. Hmm. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd have a merry Christmas. This is it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's football. It's it's, it's all fine margins, game, isn't it? It's, it's a funny old game. Yeah. Mm. So it's all about the fine margins. Exactly. I I, I was so, stood behind that goal when when Aubameyang took that penalty at Wembley. As you boys, you boys know, I was there, and I stood behind that goal, and I knew that he wasn't going to score that goal. Well, I didn't know, did I? But in my head, I was thinking, we've had such a big high here, we're just about to get a downer, and we did. But I can't blame Aubameyang for it. You know, everyone misses a penalty in their time, and he just that was just his unlucky game. He, look how he's moved on. He's put it behind him. Uh, Good luck to him. I, I, I think he's moved, used it as motivation as well. Because if you the very next penalty that we had, I think it was even in the next game, he was like, I'm having this. I'm yes. fucking having this. And yes. you can see the determination on his face. And he did it exactly the same way. He did the no look. He didn't look at the ball. He looked directly at the keeper. And he did it exactly the same way. And he scored it. Who was that against, it, Johnny? Because if I remember rightly, it went in, but it was a poor penalty. It weren't in the corner, was it? It wasn't, no. no. But he, at the end of the day, he went in. Yeah, exactly. This is what I just said, yeah. Yeah. And listen, he, he, he was unlucky because he was only so marginally wide um, with that one against Burnley. But Burnley, who had secured uh, already secured a fourth successive season in the Premier League, pulled one back with Ashley Barnes. Um, um, Good Johnson made a pass to him and he made a glance and header. But what I did like to see, and I, I'm glad did come to fruition was in Ketia. Eddie got a goal uh, and added a third, made it a little bit more comfortable for us. Okay, it was late into into the game, but um, uh, it was good for him and his confidence because how many times, there was a few times he'd been warming up, thinking he's coming on, he's not going to run in, in, in the game. And we talked earlier about Willock, we talked about um, Smith Rowe, we talked about some of these youth players not going out and loan and staying, and Eddie has stayed and hasn't gone on loan, but he's got fuck all football, really. Has he, what, what's he had about two starts early in the early in the Europa League? He got a start, obviously, against Burnley, because uh, from my opinion, I think, anyway, at least, uh, Emery had given up on the league. Um even though there was a slim, very, very slim chance, but I think he did give it up even a couple of games ago and put all his eggs in the basket about the Europa League. Um, but it was good for Inketia to to get a goal. Agreed? He come on and played well. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think he, he's done well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he, did, he played really well. He was up for it as well. You could tell that as soon as he walked onto the pitch. Uh, he had the crowd behind him. Uh, everyone was singing Eddie. So yeah, it was. In all fairness, the whole the whole day, uh, the crowd, especially on the stands and that, it was just non-stop. It was brilliant. I was I was going to ask you because that that was what I sort of uh, talking about next, which which was, um, you were there. You you talked about the cricket ground earlier and the and the pre-game. But what was it like? I I know you sent us that message of the fucking wooden seats. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 the ground. What it's like. A, like people go on about Highbury and and people go on about Everton's ground and you go on about all these old grounds and Burnley is one of them. Um, it is. It's, was, a, it's an old style football ground. It's it's one of them ones that you picture in your head of what a football ground would would have looked like so many. You know, what I mean, what about ten years ago? It it it's a nice ground. It, it was, and uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I thought because it, it just. You got the hills at the back where we were stood. You saw all the hills and everything at the back. So I said to the lad who I was with, Neil, I said, oh, if this goes wrong, I'm just looking over there, mate, because that's a real nice scenery. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, the the day itself, um, how it, was, were the, it was brilliant. How, how, how were the away boys? Oh, it was it was amazing. Such a good atmosphere. Like I said, it was non-stop singing. I don't know how it come across on the telly, because I haven't seen anything since. I haven't even watched the highlights, so... I hadn't had chance, but it was it was unbelievable. It was brilliant, and it was, was, it was pretty much non-stop singing. I was watching the Premier League feed that went on to NBSC or whatever. It was a bit milky for feed, a bit jumpy, but the, the Arsenal fan base did come across, and I think we quietened. Um, the Burnley fans were lively in the in, in the first half, but much quieter. Oh in the second no, half. The, it was it was two and throw in the first half between Arsenal fans yes. and. Burnley fans, it was it was to and throw. There was giving the old songs to each other and everything else. And I, I think they said they were singing "We're Just a Shit Tottenham Hotspur," 
and we were singing back, "You're just a shit Blackburn Rovers." So <laughs> it's uh, you know it was it was to and fro, but uh, after a while and after the first, you know, I mean, it was singing quite a lot in the first half. I think up until about the half an hour mark, and then it just quietened down everywhere. And then and did, did, did back you into the second. Did you experience the um, the Burnley fans that Trev had last season? Uh, not really. I wasn't. I wasn't really close to him and there was quite a few Burnley fans in the cricket ground and walking around because I think one behind the cricket ground there was it's like a walkway for the home fans to get into the uh, one of the stands and uh, no no it was all right it was quite peaceful everyone was getting on with each other to be honest because it was it was a mix between Burnley fans and Arsenal fans in the cricket club and I didn't see anything personally but uh, yeah, but like I say, with the crowds and stuff, I it was like I say about half an hour into the first half, it quietened down, and then straight into the second half, it all started kicking off again, and it was non-stop up until the goal, and then it got even better. We had uh, Lacazette on the touchline; he was he kept coming up towards the crowd because everyone was singing his name, his laugh, we that massive that. smiling smile on his face, clapping every time he walked up. It it was going off with him every time. He, he he does he does endear himself. He loves it. Fans. He loves and, it, and he, he loves coming up to the North Bank. And even even the, if if there's a, a stop and play, and we're singing Lacazette to him, he always acknowledges, doesn't he? Yeah, Trev. John. Yeah. yeah, yeah, always does. Yeah, always yeah, he was he was there. He was clapping. He was smiling, and you know what I mean. The crowd was non-stop to him. I think it was three or four times we were singing his his song like, and he absolutely loves it. You can tell he loves it because he had a massive grin on his face. There was Xhaka stood next to him and no one even acknowledged him, to be fair. He doesn't have a song, does he? No, really? there, there is that, yeah. And then uh, Obama Yang, he was the same. After the goal, kept putting his hand, hand onto his badge and everything, you know, giving that, that sort of clap. Even when he was in the game, you could see he was acknowledging the fans when they were singing his name. And Lacazette gave his uh, shirt away to a kid, didn't he? As well, uh, yeah, there was a so. few of them. Uh, is it Lacazette, Obama Yang? Uh, El Nene and Gwenduzi, I think, are the one who give the shirts away. And, oh, listen, and Leno give, uh, I think he give his gloves as well. And, and, and El Nene, what did you make of him? Because I, I know what messages you said uh, through to us, but yeah, you, um, you, you watched him in the flesh, and 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 you normally don't see El Nene play. And I think I was impressed with jo- him, Johnny. We've we've said before he's he's a good util- utilitarian player, haven't we? Yeah, he fulfills a role within the squad. He is a very popular member of the squad. You can see that in the warm-ups when you go there before the game and how they interact with each other on on the side of the pitch when they're warming up as well. He's genuinely a very popular guy within the squad. So I, I, I'm interested to see what uh, Mike thinks well, because he's I've, only ever seen him on TV before. No, I think I've, I watched him when he played against Sporting with you. I think Did he play that game? And I've... I can't remember if he come on against Huddersfield as well while I was when I was there. Okay, okay. So I have seen him a couple of times, and I'll be honest, I wasn't really overly impressed with him in them games. But uh, the the Burnley game, he was really impressive. He he he, he put his he put his work in. I, I I thought he did, and Burnley were definitely not on the beach. They were out to beat us, weren't they? Oh God, yeah. There was all the pressure was off, wasn't it? Really for mm. them? Yeah. Well, mm. yeah. Exactly. So, it, it, you know, I mean, you got a couple of. Uh, blocks in on in the first half and stuff and I thought he put he put a shift in definitely uh, whether or not I want to see him again in an Arsenal shirt I think if someone comes in for a, a decent ish bid for him I think maybe we should let him go but that's but, my opinion yeah which I understand and respect uh, and I also understand and respect people saying similar with Welbeck who we know is gone but when you've <laughs> got, when you've got players you need my opinion on that one yeah it, yeah, your opinion. That's what I said. <laughs> but, but no, no. Um, on the Welbeck, well, no, but other people yeah. have the similar opinion on Welbeck. Um, but when you've got players like Welbeck, well, like El, El Nenny and so on, who are willing just to s- sit on the bench and come on um, and do a good job, and you know, you need people like that. Um, Abamyang there got awarded the golden boot and he came along like he scored 31 goals in um all competitions 22 goals in the league as we said he was uh, joint with Salah and Mane um he had six goals this week but he said um, my teammates knew all about the golden boot I said nothing I did not want to play uh, want them to play and only focus on me and trying to get 
the golden boot for me. I am a team player. The team have a great se- have had a great season, uh, but the last month has not been great. Uh, best in the league, but I am a team player. Welbeck was a team player. El Neni is a team player. That's what it, it's a team. It's not individuals. There's no there's no I in team, isn't it? Isn't that what they're saying? Oh, I'm I'm not saying there is. Well, you, all you have to do is look at the arguably the best player to have played the game in my lifetime, Lionel Messi. He he in a team like Barcelona, they can wipe the floor of almost anybody, but he can't force his way to Argentina winning something on his own. Because they're all individuals and they all depend just on him. Exactly. Teams win. I don't know where you can say Messi's the best player you've seen when you've seen Lord I said Bender one play. of. I mean, Lord Bender, <laughs> you've seen Lord Bender play. Listen, but just listening to all, all you've been saying there, right, you know, Mike, it, it was a bit different at Burnley last year in that we just scored a last-minute winner, which doesn't endear yourselves to the Burnley fans, does it, when you're celebrating? So I think that might have been part of the reason yeah. they were so frustrated. But talking about endear themselves, right, it was really interesting listening to you, Mike, saying about all the players coming over to the fans and Lacazette smiling during the warm-ups with the fans. That's where we've improved over the last season or two, you know. don't know if you remember, I think three or four years ago, um, the big the BFG, uh, what's his name, Mertesacker, used to have to drag Ozil over to say thank you to the fans. You know, you used to have to drag him over, oh, and that's no. different now. Now it's all still, the players it's still the same with him. He, I think he was one of the first players into the tunnel at the end of the game. Yeah, he doesn't help himself at times, Ozil. He doesn't help himself at times. But and the last thing, right, is Enketia. Now Enketia is going to be very interesting next season, and he he's either he's either got to go out on loan or he's got to get more game time, hasn't he? You know, so do they use? And Ketia to replace Welbeck as the third striker, or do they send him out on loan? Because I don't think we really need to sign a striker. We've got two of the best in the country, from my opinion. That's but that's the big issue with him. I agree. I I was in favour of him um, going. You know, I mean, going on loan because it's it's going to be difficult for anyone to come in. You know, against Aubameyang and Lacazette, it, it's going to be a real difficult job. Yeah. You're right, mate. I mean, exactly right. I mean, I, I'm still not sure if Enketia is good enough, you know, me. But the only reason I, mean, I, think, yeah, I think I'm not sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I've not seen enough of him to know, really. I mean, I feel exactly, a bit... Yeah. He sprung I, I, I on the get... scene, didn't he, with them two goals against Norwich, you know, which sort of which sort of filled us all with a massive amount of confidence and and and, and uh, what we're looking forward to him being a, a real star player. And, and And he wasn't quite ready for that, was he? But but your option is you either get a third striker in and have another uh, Welbeck, which is going to be a journeyman striker. Um, you give him a go, maybe till the end of the transfer window or uh, Christmas, or you got the even younger prodigy, which is Saka. But I, I think Eddie has got a little bit more match experience, not much, but a little bit more match experience than Saka. So if he's willing to stay there and... F- uh, fighting the the lower leagues of the Champion League or the Europa League, which you end, ever end up in, the League Cup and the FA Cup, because that's what Danny Welbeck did. If he if he's willing to do that and fight for his, and work his way up the echelon of the of 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 the the stature within the club, because Abamyang's not going to be there in two years' time. Oh no, and, I agree. Yeah, so they're, doing, they're, this is what I mean. This is why I think maybe he should go on loan because he's going to need to have that experience. If he goes on loan, he'll never come back, really, and he'll just I fade away. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know that, do you? He could go on loan somewhere. He needs to go to a Premiership club if he's going to go on loan. It, it, that's a, that is a must. If he goes to a Premiership club, he'll just stay on the benches again. Well, he, this is he, where this and, is and, where and, Arsenal and, and, need to sort out with their whoever, if, if anyone does come to loan in, this is where Arsenal is. So, look, if you're going to have him, he needs game time. If you're not going to give him it, we're going to pull him straight back out. And that's- so, so he needs to go to either the Championship or the Bundesliga? Possibly, if that's the way it goes, and to get game time. It's not done Reese Nelson any harm going to the Bundesliga. So it's- I, I think the Bundesliga is the best one to bring him up to a sort of level, and the Championship as well, to bring him up to a level of competitive football. And the Premier League, I think, is it, it, it's two, three leagues ahead of everything. It's ahead of La Liga. It's he, ahead of 
every other league in, in, and 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 this is what I was talking about before about the way Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, and the other lot were not mentioned in today at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you like that, Trev? Oh, I love it. That? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the the way that their fitness levels and their um, the way they're able to uh, maintain that intensity right through a, a, a game, um, and it's going to be interesting to see both those finals. Don't you think? I'm only going to watch one. Yeah, I'll only I'm watch def- one. I'm definitely watching one, and depending on the outcome of that and what the the, the wife's doing or whatever in, on the Saturday night, um, I may, I may watch the other. I might watch. I don't I, know. I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. To be honest with you, well, I'll be wearing red, whatever it is. I think uh, I think I just I can't watch it for that just in case sort of thing. Well, I've no desire to watch it. There man. is no that desire yeah. at all to watch it. So, Arsenal have qualified for the seventh European final. We've done this before, Trev. One Fairs Cup, three uh, Cup Winners Cups, one Champions League, uh, and two UEFA Cup Stroke Europa League. Uh, and we've only lifted one, uh, oh, sorry, two trophies on uh, the, the, the previous six occasions. Trev, you've got your ticket. I've you've... got two. Do you want one? <laughs> I'd love it, mate. I haven't got fifteen hundred quid to get over there. I was talking to the wife, and you know, we're not going on a holiday this year for various reasons. And for me to justify going over the over to there for three days, like even it was even um, the semi final in Valencia. It's five hundred quid for a night on the piss, isn't it? Really, by the time you put your your flight, your hotel, and 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 your ticket, your food, your airport park, and everything else. Yeah. That's that. That's two grand to go there, and and I honestly would love to go. I, I I do honestly think we can have the better at Chelsea. I think it's it's hard to call either of these finals, but the Arsenal one. I think I don't know if it's because I'm red and white inside, but I think we do have the slight edge over over Chelsea this season, and. I think maybe the fact that they're already in the Champions League, you know, Sarri, Sarri will push to try and win some silverware. Hazard wants to fuck off. Nobody likes Sarri within there. Uh, their owner, who has been committed and invested lots, is not welcome in the country. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going for us. And, and, and you know, the, the players look up for it. What do we reckon? Who, who, who wants to give a score prediction? I think, before we go on score predictions, well, I think the transfer window is going to help us with that one as well. Go on. With uh, Well, that opens tomorrow. Is it, oh, is it tonight at midnight? The transfer oh, window. Okay, yeah. Uh, and they're having their star man going to be leaving. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen before the final. I reckon it will. No, he's got ill playing the final. Yeah, there's no way yeah, but, but it's going to happen but, before but, the final. But if he signs and he's he's effectively gone to is it Madrid? Um, that, yeah, yeah. If he's if he's already signed that contract now, because he's not, he's already said he hasn't. Well, he hasn't said anything yet, has he? But it's pretty obvious he's going. But if he's Mike, think, if he's think, already agreed to go, then chances Rambo. are he'd be he'd be jetting off on holiday somewhere. Think Rambo. Ram- Rambo signed the contract in January. He carried on, and we all respect what he did. He he gave uh, you know a professional performance. I think Hazard is a bit hit and miss sometimes, but you know he, he he'll want to play in, in the best final he can play in for this season. Wouldn't wouldn't you have thought? Yeah, exactly. I don't, and if, I don't know. If he got injured, if he got injured, he's got three two months to get. Rehabilitated, and he's going to be on big money anyway. He's he's left already. Oh yeah, he, yeah. he has one foot out the door already. Yeah, he's checked yeah. out. Yeah. So yeah, which I wouldn't say he's checked out. I think he's going to give the the best performance of the season for him, and he's basically going to say, "Yeah, I never wanted to stay, but this is what you're going to miss." Yeah, well, I hope you're wrong, could... Johnny. Yeah, so do hmm? I. <laughs> I hope you're wrong, mate. Are, are I you... hope I'm wrong, but that's, that's just how I think. So you're, you're harking back to that Fulham goal that Ramsey scored just after he signed a contract at Juve for Juve. Uh, I, I, kinda, 
I really hope that we have our best, our strongest team available. One of the, I think, our best player that we could possibly bring back for that is going to be Ramsey. And there's rumor. I don't know how true it is. There's rumor he's available. If he's available, will he play? He should do. He should. Yes, I think because he would. Especially Mickey's yeah. not going to play. I was just about to say that Mickey, Mickey won't travel. Won't go. No, there's so no way he's going to travel. We're going to be stuck with Özil. Yeah, and we we I would rather see him on the bench. I'd I'd rather see Ramsey with a fucking crutch on. I think I was listening back to the last pod, and I was screaming that about the the tactical analysis of our Chelsea games when we when we uh, played them off the park, basically. And the reason why is because we put a high press on Jorginho, and the reason why we put a high press is because we had Ramsey on the pitch. Yeah, we talked about he, that. Didn't no, yeah, we did. No, I said about Ram. Brett, you didn't point out about Ramsey being the guy that put the high press onto Jorginho. You stopped Jorginho. You stopped Chelsea. I think we did. I think, I think we Trev did. Said something. We did because because Mike asked what was he called and uh, Trev are and Toby yeah Trev, said yeah yeah Toby Toby said it was Jorginho. We did talk about it. Listen again. It was no, a no. week ago now, boys. I can't remember. Yeah, you've slept your age, a lot since yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the sun getting to him. It's the chlorine from that swimming pool. So. All, all of half an hour a day. Yeah, and and slave labour for his wife as well. I think she she uh, she earns her keep. I'm sure she does. Okay. Oh yeah. Listen, we are on the fifteenth of May, two thousand and nineteen. On this day, fifteen years ago, Arsenal fans should never forget um it was the day that we went invincible for a whole season and i still look at that picture 38 gun salute uh, the tri- a tribute to the invincible champions um with the likes of burkamp and lauren and uh, gilberto uh, and cashley cole in there um what what do you uh, what are your memories day that era uh, couple of sentences uh, trev old man start go with uh we'll go 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 with uh, johnny from the food bank after that well i i just remember that that last game of the season we we won was it leicester we beat 2-1 didn't we Vieira walked the ball in didn't he and um i just remember thinking at that stage of that run i just didn't feel we'd ever get beat which it was just a perfectly balanced football team we had, you know, and and even even now I, I looked at it today actually when I saw it was the anniversary I stuck it on, and had a quick look at uh, the, the the highlights of the game and it was, it was just we were a wonderful side and 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 the fans were so so strong and so supportive and 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 loud and yeah it, I hate to say it but. Uh, Almost everything we're not at the present time, or we weren't, you know. I know we're coming round a bit now, but yeah, wonderful time, boys. Wonderful time. I, I think at that time, I think it was just as much about the mental um, position that they were in, and that they knew when they stepped out onto the pitch, they were going to win. They had the winning mentality, and that is what carried them through to so many victories. I also but, think their opponents thought they were going to lose yeah it's 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 that mental it's getting the mental right is, is just as important as having the skills on the pitch and the hard work if you don't think you're going to win when you step out you're not going to win I do remember that season just thinking some games when uh, we look like we're coming close to the end uh, like the invincible season and also onto the 49 um, thinking like, you know, oh shit, we're 1-1, just hang on for a draw, just hang on for a draw, just don't lose, don't lose. And it, you end up focusing more on just not losing than than you know, even trying to win the game at some point. So, do, do you recall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, do you know, there was one game, I can't remember what season or what part of the unbeaten run it was. We were playing Middlesbrough at home, you know. And we went two or three nil down, boys, early in the game. I think we went two nil down, and uh, maybe even three one down. I can't remember exactly, but I still didn't was think that a we night were going to lose. No, it was it was it was it was either a sun. It was a daytime game because I was I can remember sitting in the North Bank now, in in the sunshine or in the in the daytime. But even then, I didn't think we'd lose. 
didn't think we'd lose for a second. I, I just, I thought to myself, like Wenger said, you know, Omri hadn't scored yet, so, you know, we'll be all right. Yeah, so confident, the fans and the players. They had that fight back, didn't they, that team? I, I, my recollection of that team was uh, embodied in a move where there was Perez and Henri uh, and I don't know who else was involved, but we were defending a corner and then uh, two minutes later the ball comes out of the melee of a corner, it breaks to Perez and Henri puts it in the back of the net. I also remember that free kick that Henri took where the referee, it might have been Graham Pohl or the the referee came along and made him replace the the ball again and he hooked the ball over the top and he talks to the camera because he knows the camera's looking at him and gone, is that enough? Is that enough? And he was just at his absolute prime with some good, intelligent players, some more mature players around him as well. And that is that connection as well. Hmm. They are, they had such a good bond and connection between the team. Uh, we didn't have the, the the deepest squad, but we had a good high level throughout that squad. I think the players that played deserved to be on the pitch. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, um, and I've been listening today or, or today or yesterday. People saying that. Uh, City and uh, Liverpool this season have both got more points than the Invincibles did. And so that makes them better teams. Well, I'm sorry for the record. They may have scored more points, but they both lost games. Arsenal hey, were invincible. That's, no, that's, that's perfect. 1991, we lost against Chelsea. Was it 91? No. When, what no. year was it? Again? The, uh, it was the 89, we only lost one game. 80. Was it 89? Yeah. We only lost one game? 89, yeah. 89, yeah. one game, lost, lost one against game. Chelsea. Yeah. We ended up winning the league that year, but, you know, Liverpool lost one game and they won fuck all. Yeah, shame. Yeah. Hey, oh, well. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Calm down, fuck off. Fucking cunt. Oh, nearly at the Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We're for a whole season. <laughs> <laughs> Two seasons. <laughs> no, I nearly had him, but he cut it out. Oh, oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, people, oh, no, don't worry. The magic technology. <laughs> yeah, the magic of technology. He cut it out. You know, but, we know which one. You'll know which one it is. Because <laughs> there'll be a big gap and you can hear two people no, 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 you, howling at it. You, you don't hear 46 the, minutes. You don't hear the gap. You don't hear the gap. I've, I've actually done quite well. I was quite impressed with that <laughs> bit of editing. <laughs> Listen. Um, if you want to know, people, it's the one I accused him of watching porn on. Yeah, but who doesn't? <laughs> Zaha. Trev. No. 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 Now, Max has gone on and said he is perfect for Arsenal. Throws too many yeah. tantrums for me. He's like, a, he's like a younger Sanchez. Too many tantrums. Spits his dummy out too easily. That was early on. Has, it, has he matured? No. no. But it does mean that he's no. he doesn't throw anywhere near as many tantrums as Gwen Doozy. So I don't think he would be out of place and he is the kind of player that we need. Mike? He's got some talent, don't get me wrong, but uh, I, sort, I sort of agree. He's got, one is, yeah, you, you're talking probably 70 million there. Yeah, you, you'd, sell, you'd sell a Wobie. Well, you'd, I don't think you'd sell a Wobie, but... Yeah, yeah you would do to, 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 to fund half the purchase. <laughs> you're not going to get well, a quarter of the purchase 35 then, million for a Wobie I'm sorry but you're Quar- not as yeah, good. listen I was talking to somebody last night I was actually talking to Alex I think it was and um, I was saying a Wobie is 25 million pounds and it's uh, he's not worth 25 million pounds in the grand scheme but he's a Premier League player he's English uh, he's got experience that puts the English tax on which Max talks about which is what 10, 15 million, and he's worth 10 or 15 million on top of that. So he, he's got to be 25 yeah. million. Problem is, if we sell him as a homegrown player, we have to then sign another homegrown player. Zaha's homegrown, have... isn't he? He's from. We still need to replace Ramsey in the homegrown charter 
in in the list. Okay. And Welbeck, we have to replace in the homegrown. So you know, yeah, you, we've you got, got to balance we, the balls and kids, the quota has to go up. If is if sorry, I'm going to interrupt you, Fergus, for a change. That's fine. Uh, if he's going to be playing, you know, what I mean, if he's going to be bringing some of our youth team up, that's going to help us with our homegrown players. That's what you, I was going to look say. At, yeah, you got to look at Mavropanos. You've got uh, Willock. You've got Inketia. So there is uh, Saka and whoever but, else may be joining. So but under twenty that... ones don't count. Yeah, they do. The homegrown. The, no, it, they don't if, count... they, if they come through the academy, I'm yeah, sure they, they yeah, do. If they, uh, I think they, do, they, yeah. they don't count towards the Premier League um, squad that we have to put in. Well, no, I, I thought you could have as many. As many under twenty one, under twenty threes. I thought it was, but but if they came right through you, because Fabregas was one of our homegrowns all along, and he was like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and he was still counted as a homegrown. Yeah, but the rules have changed since then. Okay. Well, I certainly got sh- away with it. <laughs> Actually, that's the next question on the list. If Man City are banned from the Champions League, that's for something completely different than homegrown <laughs> players, though. Yes, but part of it is homegrown, and part of it is youth player contracts and in 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 uh, inducements and financial uh, fair play. The, it, the, but there's there's lots of reasons. Financial fair play, commercial is, doping. I think we yeah, dubbed it as, wasn't that, it? Yeah. But the, the, there are other issues as well that that that, that they've been allegedly just to cover my arse because um, I want to keep my house. Um, Allegedly um, accused of. Um, yeah, you are right, mate. You're small time. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I still want my fucking house. <laughs> yeah, They'll probably won't even be bothered about you. How, how would you feel? Because they, okay, they're going to appeal that, so nothing's going to happen uh, this season. Um, but how would you feel if Arsenal got through the back door? If it was this season, and we 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 got the Champions League in the back door on, on the back of that, but I don't think the place would go that way. I'll I'll tell you why in a minute. Go on. What do you think? If it's well for me, it's that's not that's never going to happen. It's that's just a bloody paper talk that Arsenal will probably get through through the back door. That that's not going to happen. I think they'll probably just no, drop the place or maybe give it to someone in a lower league. Uh, you know, what I mean, in, in a different area. Like, They'll give it to another league, yeah. in my opinion. It will go to the. It, 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 you It'll are go correct. To a draw. It, no, it, it will go. No, it will go to the French league because of their. What's the, the aggregate or whatever they call it? Like the, what's the thing where you get more places depending on how successful your squads are in competitions? It's some. Yeah, there, there, there was something along there. Yeah, definitely. And, and and somebody who has to go to qualifying stages, um, in France. Would automatically get a place and, and replace them. So the thing is, as well, I think City. It won't happen. Nothing will happen. I don't think either because uh, PSG has got away with it. You've got uh, Barcelona get away with it every. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. PSG, Real Madrid, Barcelona. They get away with it all the time, and UEFA does nothing. But I think UEFA are pissed that they got four English teams in the in the uh, in the European finals. That's why one of them's held in Baku. It's because we're costing them money because they want to do a European league and now the Premiership is so big and so powerful and draws in so many people and generates so much money, we don't need it anymore. We are The Premier League generates more money than the, than the Champions League. You know, just the fact that UEFA are talking about having this European league just once again confirms that, uh, their thoughts of the fans, doesn't it? You know, I mean, what chance? You wouldn't be going many away games, would you? You know, not unless you were. No, the, the, you had a few the, quid the, in the, the sport, the sport fundamentally doesn't give a fuck about me, you, or any of the rest of us who are willing to. Like, you, you, we go back to the Baku game. You're, you're spending th- uh, probably a best part of a grand, but like you know, people are spending thousands of pounds to go out there. Um, Tickets are now gone down to red members, haven't they? Yeah, yeah as of tomorrow, tomorrow they're yeah. going to sell to reds tomorrow. Yeah, which which is fantastic. And don't, Mike. This goes back to what we talked about last 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 week. And you're saying like you know, um, getting uh, away tickets and getting tickets. And and this isn't a dig at you. Please don't take it as. But don't let me hear a red member moan again that they can't get a ticket to a game. It, 
There's well, a reason why it's gone down to red members, mate, and I think that's down to the actual cost of getting to Baku. I don't think yeah, it's exactly. anything to do with uh, what uh, complain, red members complaining. It's got. I don't think it's got anything to do with that, and I will complain, Agreed. but I think it's because it's down to the cost. They've outpriced a lot of people by holding it in Baku. Agreed. Where if, yeah, they, I, if I they hold it in a Western European country, i.e. France, Germany, etc. Well, even any European country. Well, yeah, exactly. Somewhere that's going to be a lot easier to get to. Because Baku is not in Europe. No, it's not. And there's that, well, this is what I mean. There is that as well. So, it's, so they've outpriced people on that. And, again, not to go stress in to go too much of what we did last week, it, it, that's the reason why it's gone to red members because they need to sell wouldn't the it be tickets. great though I'd love to know the stats of how many red members actually um, book tickets I, I, I know I've made my um, season ticket and my red members available to uh, people we know uh, among our, our, our group because um, they one of them is going out and needs maybe one or two more so I've made my mine available um, to them as you can within your network. Well, if but, he needs one and there's still decent ones on sale, just give me a shout, Fergus, I can give you mine. Yeah, exactly. I, I'd rather mine, again, like what I've done before with the Napoli game, I couldn't make the Napoli game at home, I gave my ticket away. I'd rather my uh, uh, 800 or £29, whatever it be, I spend on my membership. I'd rather my membership used by an Arsenal fan that wants to go rather than go to a fucking corporate seat. Well, or a tout. Bit, yeah. bit too late for that because there's only 6,000 allocated for Arsenal. Mm. So it's all corporate anyway. Listen, before we finish up, Trev mentioned um, there's two things I wanted to talk about. One was um, Griezmann apparently is uh, leaving and he's going to. Rumours Barcelona. So that. It's not rumours, mate. It's pretty much confirmed. Is it? Yeah. 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 I, They're paying his. his uh, his release clause is 108 million pounds, which is about 120, 130 million euros. So that keeps Lacazette safe, yes. Mm, I hope so. I hope so. I really do. But I can't see, I can't see the thing in, I can't see the logic in that when Barca was set to sign Griezmann if it falls through, go for Lacazette because they're, they're two completely different players. No, too dissimilar. To be honest no, with you, no, they are. If you think about it, Griezmann, can. He can play on a wing and he can also play in as an attacking mid. And it's, I think Lacazette is better off as an out-and-out striker. But he also has a lot of link-up play. A lot of the best parts of his game is True. linking well, the play yeah, at the that, top I of the pitch. There is that, but again, if they can pay £108 million on a release cost for Griezmann, then they can shove that £70 million up their arse. Exactly. Lacazette's not going minutes. No, Lacquer won't go anywhere. He he loves the fans, and the fans love him. And he loves the fact that he's he's stepping in the, on the hallowed turf of Henri. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be a big thing for him, isn't it? Like you know, for him and for uh, Aubameyang as well. Yes, Aubameyang didn't want to go anywhere other than Arsenal when he left Dortmund, and it, you know he, he has said it that he didn't want to go he anywhere else. He was begging for the number 14 shirt as well, wasn't he? Exactly, exactly. I mean, Henri, that's his legacy. He, he's still got a draw towards the club, even though he left. Mike, you know what? You're getting very good at this. You said that he's begging for the number 14 shirt. Uh, our shirt sponsor changes, you see? It's it, it. Who needs Five Live? Who needs Talk Sport? Who needs... Piers Morgan on on GMB. Piers Morgan. (laughs) The link up play is flawless. I know where I'd like to see Piers Morgan. (laughs) I'd like. I know where I'd like to see Piers Morgan as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You boys have your fantasies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Adidas uh, take up the kit. Uh, sponsors from the 30th of June, I think they can. And we've seen loads of leaks and everything else. Trev asked a question. Uh, do we want a version of bruised banana? Trev, first of all, the question is, did you like bruised banana? And if you didn't, what? Uh, uh, and, sorry, not if you didn't, um, did you like bruised banana? And what is your favourite kit? I think, much like most people, Fergus, the bruised banana shirt sort of grew on me. And and it, now it's legendary, isn't it? I'm fortunate enough to still have one, an original one, Fergus. They sell for an absolute fortune, you know, boys. Absolute fortune. But I've still got an original one at home. Um, my favourite ever kit, 
and and I've got two two shirts. It was it was the last year at Ivory, the red current. I just love the red current shirt. Mm. Just a shame it didn't have. Just a shame they didn't put the old badge on it for that season. You know, the old cannon on for that season. But I love the red current shirt. I've seen a, yeah, a, that a, a lovely mock up. I've seen a lovely mock up today, Mike. Sorry of. Um, of of a bruised banana, a modern bruised banana Adidas shirt, and I'd love it if they bought it back again. To be honest, I'd buy it tomorrow. I I, yeah. I personally hated it when it was around. I looked at it and I thought it was horrible. It, Liverpool had some psychedelic ones. There was there was it was that era of just like these fucking rant. out there. Yeah, uh, but I must outlandish shirts. Yeah, uh, and Trev, you you hit the nail on the head. It, it over the last few years. It has grown into iconic status, and in in fifty years' time, people will be walking around still with a bruised banana, maybe a red current as well. Um, I wear the nineteen seventy one uh, FA Cup uh, shirt. I like that one, and I like the old nineteen thirty five, not nineteen thirty, the, the old nineteen seventy, just red and white cotton shirt as well. It doesn't fit me at the minute, um, <laughs> but I I think you're right. The bruised banana is 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 got iconic status. Do you want one back? Do you want to ruin it? I think a modern interpretation is on a knife edge. It can go really well or just be fucking awful. Mm. But you got to think that um, with these large conglomerates, they reuse um, certain base shirts for multiple teams. Yeah. Look at, so, look, look at the season before last, Burnley, we had our one, and then you look at Burnley's one was the exact same, and their training tops where we had the uh, AFC gone down. And, uh, I, I, I'd have to show you the pictures, but th- we, we basically had the same shirt as Burnley. Well, look, look so, at the uh, night for, picks this year. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, was it Barcelona's training top? Is, <laughs> it's Spurs' away kit. <laughs> We're not talking so, about. We're not saying that name tonight, Johnny. Scum. It's banned. Scum. It's yeah. Banned. But you see, boys. What? Not only it's is that. It's right ridicule. The, to bring in the bruised banana back. Not only is it the bruised banana, but it's all slow yellow and blue, boys. You know, and I do like the yellow. Red, and white, blue. yellow, and blue. I don't yeah. want a third kit. Yeah. Well, we have I, to. I, you know, my. But... You don't have to. Oh. My, my favorite. My favorite kit was uh, the blue lightning one. Uh, which is the year, I think it was the year after the bruised banana. And uh, just for my own reasons, because that was the year when I was a kid. Your picture with uh, Ian Wright. With it, my you? picture with Ian Wright, yeah. yeah. And I got my kit signed and everything. And that was that was my starstruck moment. I think For me, that's my favourite kit as a kid. I think that was the first kit I bought my son. And I stuck his name on his back. Um, he had Keating on, on the back and his age. He was probably about eight. So that would make it... 87, uh, 90, 94, 95? I wouldn't have a clue, can't remember. It was about 94, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that, that would have been the, the first kit I bought for him. I also didn't mind the O2, the turtle, like the turtle one, you know, the O2 blue one with, uh, uh, like the yellow sort of bib sort of thing on it. Oh, I think I know which one I'm about, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, know what, boys? some good ones back in that era, because there was that blue faded one into the O2, you know, it faded like light blue into like a white onto the O2 badge. That was quite a nice mm. kit. Yeah. 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 Do you know, well, it's all subjective though, isn't it? The gold night kits were amazing though as well. Yeah, did. like yeah, the Sega kit. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Was that the Adidas kit before? No, that was, that, was, that, was that was Nike. And, and I remember the gold, buying. They did a gold I, O2 one as well, didn't I, they? I, I bought my son and my daughter uh, a kit that year, and I went to the clock end, and it was just before the season. I was really big into it. That was that was when we wilted one at Old Trafford, um, yeah. and I saw in the shop window at, at the clock end said because we got pipped to the post. Uh, by United the, the 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 year before, and we got second, and they said this year we're playing for gold and the gold away shirt, and we went and fucking done it at Old Trafford. Oh, Van Viltord. Oh. Yeah. Listen, what a lovely way to finish a podcast, to finish a season. Um, it's been, as always, a pleasure to have a chat about Arsenal with you guys. Um, it hasn't been. Well, it, the season's not over for us yet, but the the, the league is over. Um, it hasn't been as as successful as we would have liked, 
but I don't think it's failed our expectations. We will have, after the Europa League um, final, we will have a roundup of that and probably a, a podcast just trying to get what we thought of the overall 2018-19 season for us. Uh, and then we'll have a, a summer break. But it's been really good, guys. Thank you again for joining us. Kalanikta. <laughs> does that mean good night? It, it certainly does. See, I'm I'm bilingual. It means the old man's bedtime. Yeah, he, I can hear him <laughs> yawning already, couldn't you? I, I can hear the beautiful wife snoring, actually. she's She's been working hard swimming in that pool today. <laughs> don't worry. I thought, I, I, I thought it was a chainsaw and a wood chipper. <laughs> I can edit out that noise in the background. Don't worry. <laughs> well, look, boys, I, I'm going to try and uh, try and record some stuff from Baku next week. And uh, boys, let's just think. Po- everyone out there, listen to this. Think positive about Baku. Yeah, come on. Last Please game do. of the season. Come on. Please do. Right, yeah, I've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, the final episode of this season. We will do Baku and the end of season specials, but we really do thank you and uh, the panellists for joining us. It, it It's really been enjoyable. It's a great hobby of mine. I enjoy it. I love doing it. and I enjoy talking to lads and uh, anybody who's listening, if you enjoy it, fantastic, brilliant. Uh, if you want to see more of our content over the summer, Tom... Troy, uh, uh, Mike, Manny and uh, Boston are all putting various posts up over the summer on um, gunsandyellowribbons.com. If you want to follow us on Facebook, it's Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter, it's Guns and Ribbons, Instagram and everything else. Um, Hope you've enjoyed the show and remember, up the arse. Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons and remember to rate and review us too.